My name's Bridget, and welcome to my podcast, Wake Up and Thrive. I wear a lot of hats, but the ones I'm most proud of are being a sober mom to my four kids, a wife to my best friend, a forever student of life, a registered nurse, and a certified life coach. You can usually find me planning and enjoying quality moments with those I love, or coaching women on how to do the same. All of our lives are made up of tiny moments, both beautiful and messy. I know we all want more feel-good moments, but I believe it's the ones that challenge us that become the catalyst for our growth. That's what we do in this space. We explore everyday moments that we deem hard, and instead of allowing them to keep us stuck, we lean into their lessons and let them wake us up. So if you're ready and willing, I'd love to invite you to come along. All you need is an open mind. It's time. It's time to wake up and thrive. Monday. Happy Memorial Day. Hope everybody's having had a great weekend and gearing up for a great week. This episode, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I know I say that every time and it ends up being me rambling, (laughs) but um, this episode is an invitation. It's an invitation to an event I'm going to be hosting June 6 via Zoom. It's completely free and it is going to be a marriage tell-all. So if you are listening and you're a woman that is either married or in a committed partnership, listen up. This is for you. When I pause and reflect over all of the tools that I've learned, all of the knowledge that I've gained, all of the practices that I continue to um, work on embodying, the relationship I am the most proud of, the relationship I guess you could say I am the most embodied in these tools is my marriage. My husband and I have shared our story before on here, but um, for those of you that are new, we got pregnant at 18. We were only, we had known each other the, the our entire freshman year of college, but we really had only started dating for three months when I got pregnant. And to say that we have worked hard for the marriage we have today is an understatement. It is truly an understatement. We had every single statistic stacked against us, um, every reason in the world to not work out right? Young parents, we've dealt with mental health, anger, and anxiety on both of our ends. We've dealt with addiction. Um, We have spent, we spent the first decade of our marriage constantly fighting and being in this endless cycle of, I would get mad and blame him. He would defend himself, right? Rightfully so, and come back angrily at me. And then I would withdraw and give him the silent treatment for days and days and days until finally either I just got sick of being mad or he got sick of me being mad and would just cower and apologize. And then the cycle would repeat. And it was this constant um, energy around us of like, I'm the one, I as the woman, I'm the one in charge. My needs matter the most. And when they're not being met, I'm going to let you know. But the only way I'm going to let you know is by making you feel like an absolute piece of crap. (laughs) And I don't know if any of you guys can relate to this. This is not something I consciously set out to do. This is not what was modeled to me in my, you know, growing up, like my parents had a great marriage growing up. Um, It was definitely something that I think over time without having the tools that I have now, without truly understanding what was going on when I felt triggered or upset or anger and not knowing how to move through that, of course, of course, I defaulted to projecting it onto him and blaming him, making him feel as bad as I felt inside. Like looking back, I have so much compassion for myself in the early years of marriage. Um, I have so much compassion and so much sadness because I spent 
what what should have been a really fun time when we only had one kid, um, you know, we didn't have as many responsibilities as we have now. It was filled with a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt, a lot of disparaging words. Is that how you say that? I don't even know. Um, I used to say when I would get mad, I would spit venom at him. Um, that really was like my go-to. I was not the wife that would cry and tell him my feelings are hurt. I would get loud and angry and let him know how angry I was. Like I definitely felt safer in my anger. I know most women don't like to be angry, but that was where I felt safer. I felt more protected when I was loud and angry and coming at him versus really showing my heart and letting him, you know, sort of penetrate those walls, if you will. So that being said, I have always been so proud of our marriage. Um, and I've coached women one-on-one um, in their marriages and, and helping them really kind of get what they want. And what I have found is most of us, most of the women listening, we want the same thing. Most of us want a partner who is driven, who can be a leader within our home, but not in like a wounded masculine way, right? Not in an arrogant, my way or the highway but more in a way of like he swoops in and (laughs) takes charge and understands your needs without being told, right? We want a husband that is fully grounded, fully present, safe, right? No matter what we're feeling or experiencing um, within the dynamics of the feminine, which I've talked about before, is wild by nature. We are up and down. We are nature. We are cyclical. We want a man who can hold that right? Hold it all without making us feel like we are crazy or wrong or bad, right? You've heard me talk about polarity and masculine feminine dynamics. I've talked about communication on here before. Um, I've talked about a lot of tools that really were foundational for me and my husband having the relationship that we have today. We both had to be willing to look at our, look at our roles and, and try something new. And so when I was thinking about, you know, what, what could I really bring to the table to help you all? It really is this it's marriage. It's more than that. It's, I, I have a skill as a coach and a group facilitator of taking big concepts like polarity and really breaking it down. Um, so that women who might not be in this space can understand exactly how, to create that dynamic within your relationship. I love to practice these tools in my own marriage, and it is something I practice every day. I mean, just this past weekend, we sort of defaulted back to old patterns. And I think the most beautiful thing about doing that is that I'm not so far removed from what probably you guys are experiencing, right? That pattern I just described, we can get sucked back into that very quickly because we're human, right? And then because we've tasted something different, we've tasted such a healthier dynamic where we both feel like our needs are being met. We both feel like we're getting what our hearts truly desire. We can shift back into um, what I want to teach, right? Like a lot quicker, we can shift back into that. So I wa- I'm sharing that because I am not the teacher or group facilitator that is going to sit up here and preach oh my gosh, I've learned about polarity and now my marriage is perfect. And come and let me show you what's going to, you know, you're going to have the most perfect marriage for the rest of your life. Like, no, 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 no. That's not what I teach. That's not how I teach because that's not my experience. My experience is because we have the awareness, it doesn't take away our humanness, but when we are in those very human moments, in those default patterns, we now have, both of us have the awareness and the consciousness to be like, hey, 
pause, <laughs> time out. Like, let's let's see what both of us can do, each of us can do in our own um, on our own pole, if you will, to sort of step up a little bit more, to really exaggerate and hold, like for me, exaggerating that feminine pole within the dynamics of my marriage, and for him, really exaggerating that masculine pole. Um, it is something we're still practicing, but I think to be honest, that's what makes me a really powerful teacher because I'm not so far removed from it. Like I said, I just experienced the old default pattern this weekend and it was amazing how yucky it feels first of all, but second of all, how quickly we can bounce back and get back on track to where we both ultimately thrive. So as I was sitting and sort of reflecting on what you all want and just reflecting on the conversations I'm having, this is it. And then when I sit back and think about, okay, well, what's actually alive for me in my life currently? Like, what am I actually practicing daily? And what am I seeing shift? This is it. It's my marriage. It's taking these tools and like with the observer and the witness vantage point, like watching myself um, embody these tools and watching how my relationship shifts immediately. And is there things my husband can do? And does he do now that he has the language and the tools as well? Yeah, absolutely. And the truth is, the more that I lean into these four qualities, the easier it is to invite him into the qualities I desire from him. And for all the women listening that love to be in control, this is actually really empowering and really powerful to know that a simple shift within you, something that you actually can control, because for the most part, we're trying to control someone or something outside of our control. But embodying these qualities is within your scope of control, right? So as you embody these, you will experience that shift. And that's really freaking cool. So my invitation. So next Tuesday, um, so in about a week from today, a little more than a week, June 6th um, during the day, and it will be recorded if you guys work during the day and can't make it, um, I am hosting a marriage tell-all where I am really going to be divulging and sharing my framework. As I look back over all of the, the, the time, the money, the energy, the, the knowledge that I've invested in learning, right? Head knowledge is great, but also embodying within my marriage. I could throw out feminine dynamics and polarity and communication, right? I could, I could throw out all of those terms to you guys. But the truth is when I sit back and really pull out what qualities I had to learn, and I mean, when I say I had to learn, I had to unlearn some old qualities so that I could really take in these four qualities that have completely shifted my marriage, you guys. And they've not just shifted my marriage. They've shifted, yes, the way I show up in relationship with my husband, but it's shifted the way I show up as a mom. It's shifted the way I show up as a coach. Um, as a business owner, like it has shifted everything. And I, and it's really interesting because I think learning to lean into your feminine is becoming sort of trendy. And yet I don't feel like it's being taught the right way. I think it's being taught in a way where women start to really have disdain for their own masculine, right? Like they realize they've been in their masculine and that's why they're burnt out and overwhelmed. And so they want to like get into their feminine without actually truly understanding what the masculine has provided for them, right? So then they create this like hate and mistrust for their own internal masculine, which actually spills out to their partner who they're wanting that partner to be in their masculine. 
Does that make sense? Like, how can you have a mistrust and an anger towards your inner masculine, but then expect to show up with reverence and love for your partner's masculine? It doesn't work that way. So I really think um, learning qualities that you can actually embody. Like I, I remember when I first started learning about feminine energy, I just kept hearing, get into your body. You just have to be in your body. And I was like, what in the hell does that even freaking mean? <laughs> so to me, in my learnings and my journey, it was it, it has been really helpful to lean into qualities, to take these big giant concepts like polarity, masculine, feminine energy, and break it down into what qualities can I start to practice and embody. Um, and I love this approach because I think it's a really tangible approach to help you help more women get into their feminine while also learning to really love and adore the masculine. You need both. So if you want to understand more of how polarity works within your marriage, and I've done different podcasts on this, but more specifically, if you want a blueprint on how to actually cultivate this in your marriage come and join me. I'm going to share a little bit about my marriage story. Um, and then I'm going to share these four qualities that I have had to learn to really, really embody to be able to take my marriage to new heights, to be able to experience that deep intimacy that we crave, right? As little girls, like we crave this guy in shining armor and a white horse, you know, riding through the sunset, coming in, swooping us off our feet. We crave that as little girls. And I find that fascinating that almost every little girl kind of has that imagination. And then as we grow up, we're told that's wrong. You don't need a man. Like, no, 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 no. Right. So we build walls. We build armor. We experience hurt. Um, yeah. And, and, and our heart starts to slowly over time close and harden and we get shit done right in our life. So we think we don't think it's a bad thing until we are in a committed relationship. And we're just like, we're not feeling what it is that we ultimately want to experience. So that's what I'm going to be sharing. I'm going to be sharing the four qualities that I started to learn and practice and really embody. And it shifted everything. And I know because I used to be that one. If you aren't happy in your marriage, I can guarantee you found somebody else that also is not happy in their marriage. And you both just commiserate in your misery. Again, I'm not judging you. This is what I used to do for years and years because I wanted that validation. Um, so bring that friend. <laughs> bring that friend that you sit around and vent about your husband and complain and you get this hit of dopamine where you sort of feel seen and heard for a moment. Then you go back to your marriage and you just feel the exact same. Bring that friend. Okay. Make it a girl's day. Um, make some fun out of it. And like I said, if you can't be there live, I'll send the recording. But I'm excited for this. It's going to be pretty powerful. I love y'all. And I will see you guys soon.